1: And you are listening to the Prophetic Voice of Our Time. Happy Holy Passover week to all of you. A wonderful Resurrection Sunday. This is a great day to celebrate. I got great testimonies from our prayer group. God gave at least three more people new businesses and business ideas. And the Holy Spirit made it clear to them what the next course of action they need to take. God is amazing. This is in addition to the companies and businesses that already started or formed. God is really doing something wonderful and awesome. This is the beginning of the great move of God in our lifetime. You need to take part of this great move, my dear brothers and sisters. Miraculous manifestations and the transfer of wealth and influence, they're here, and they're here to stay as long as we continue to disciple or mentor others to share the good news and apply God's ways of doing things. More than ever, United States of America, the righteous people need to take back this country. And take the power and influence away from the wicked. We need to implement God's ways of doing things. And we can do it one step at a time. Believe the impossible and focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. Also, there are many manifested healings and deliverance. And if you receive your healing, you need to give me a call. 210-695-1630. And if I'm not answering, just leave a message that it is a praise report. You need to testify and share to your loved ones, friends, and within your sphere of influence on what God has done to you. Then you can start praying for the sick. Amen? And there are those that are handful who want to testify, but they want to speak on the podium. My answer is no. We live stream our services, and we are being watched and listened to by Christians from other countries. And we disciple them. We mentor them. And we tell them or we preach on what the church needs, not what they want. I obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. I am very strict concerning that. So praise God from the heart. You do not need an audience because you know what? You know when God has been good to you, you cannot help yourself. When the Lord touches you, it's going to be reflected on your countenance, the way you talk, and the way you see things from then on. You don't need a podium, okay? And we suspended or stopped our nightly prayer vigil during this passover week so that each and every one in our group can have a quiet time with the lord and really meditate or ponder on what the lord did on the cross for all of us that friday night which is the last night of the prayer vigil the holy spirit gave me a vision it's just like watching a television A vision of rain and light coming from heaven. And I started jumping and I was almost screaming, jumping for joy. I don't know what to do with myself. And one of our group, Dora, who also got the same too. And she started jumping and dancing and praising God. Then I heard the Lord saying, so this is a prophecy to all of you. He said, "Christina, I answered all your prayers that are in accordance to my perfect will. Concerning your prayer concerning United States of America, concerning the state of Texas, concerning the San Antonio Bear County area, concerning the ministries in the Philippines," We have Freedom Fellowship Churches that I oversee right now in the Philippines, and I know we will continue to expand. And I also prayed for all of you, our radio listeners, for your healing, deliverance, salvation of loved ones, manifestation of God-ordained relationships, restoration, financial blessings, and clarity. And also, the Lord answered our prayer concerning the CORE team and our families, all the partners and members of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. I just want to remind you, my dear partners, some of you I have not even met in person, but you continue to pray and support this ministry. You are partakers of our grace. Whatever is manifesting in the congregation, you will be blessed too. Keep that in mind. And now we are truly harvesting souls in the Philippines. And now it will open up in other parts of Asia. And the instruction for us, and now the instruction for you, is this. Do not give in to doubt, fear, or unbelief. Continue To praise me, continue to expect greater things to come and spend time with me. And another important instruction, do not wrong anyone. Don't take advantage of anyone, especially those who belong to the household of faith. Okay, don't wrong them. Don't take advantage of them. So that was wonderful, glorious prayer night. You know, it's been a long time since I experienced that. I almost got enraptured with the glory of God. This happened before several years ago when in my prayer, the Lord Jesus visited me in my room. It was wonderful. And what happened last Friday night was glorious. And the good news, and you always remind yourself, is God already answered our prayers concerning you. So now, I will not pray for your healing again, but I will continue to thank God for your manifested healing and deliverance. I don't need to pray continuously because the Lord already said he answered my prayers. And if there are first-time listeners in this radio today, and you need healing and deliverance, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I release healing upon you in your physical body, in your minds, and in your hearts. In the name of Jesus, I call forth restoration, restoration of relationship, restoration of your health, Restoration of your finances and other things in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Believe, receive it, and focus on Him. Thank Jesus, okay? And your instruction is this you start thinking healed, act healed, dress healed. Why? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You and I, just like when we got saved or born again, we receive it by faith and with a corresponding action. So receive your healing, deliverance, restoration, and blessings by faith with corresponding action. When you receive your healing, Start thinking healed, dress healed, and act healed. And for those of you, as far as healing, you need to do something that you were unable to do before, before you receive your healing. Do this and commensurate to your faith. It is okay to ask the Lord Jesus to help your unbelief. To help deliver you from fear. It's okay to ask him. He loves to be asked. He loves you. That's why he wants you healed, saved, and set free. God does not like seeing you suffering. God does not like seeing you in pain, in turmoil. He is a loving God. And you know this is a pre-recorded broadcast. I recorded this early of this Passover week, since today is Saturday or Sunday for some of you. We were joined in by about 300 plus people via live stream. At least as of Tuesday this week, there were 12 pastors that joined us and some with their congregation And we were also joined in by a group that were incarcerated. They were in prison. Some were in drug rehab clinics. And they celebrated Passover for the first time. Some of them got saved. So they joined us. And by next year, all the Freedom Fellowship Charts overseas will be celebrating the Passover with their own congregation. And some of the pastors are already doing that. Is this amazing or what? I will share some testimonies in the next week's program, if I'll be able to. Why is it important for Christians to celebrate the Passover or the Feast of Unleavened Bread? Some, we call it Holy Week. Yes, it is a Holy Week. But Sunday is not Easter Sunday. It's a resurrection Sunday. So why is it important? It's actually required for us to celebrate it. Passover points to Jesus on the cross. Passover is Jesus. In Mark chapter 14, verse 12, it said, On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and make preparation for you to eat the Passover? So Jesus celebrated it. And he said, when you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. That's the Passover. It's not a communion. When we take communion, we're actually celebrating or commemorating the last Passover meal of Jesus with his disciples here on earth. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, Get rid of the old yeast, that you may be a new batch without yeast as you really are. For Christ our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. See, the Jewish people, they sacrifice perfect lamb every year when they celebrate the Passover. But we Christians, Jesus Christ is our Passover lamb. And we don't have to sacrifice lamb every year to celebrate it. When we celebrate the Passover, we do it in remembrance of him being our Passover lamb. Okay. So now, if you did not celebrate the Passover, then you have 12 months to prepare for it, okay? Make it very special. It is the most special feast or event that Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International celebrate all the way to Resurrection Sunday. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 2, As you know, the Passover is two days away, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. He was already telling them, I will be God's Passover lamb for all of you. And it's going to happen during this feast. And it was confirmed by John the Baptist in John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So why is it important for Christians to celebrate the Passover? Just look up John 129. In Matthew chapter 26 verse 18, it's very clear that Jesus celebrated the Passover and we're supposed to be his followers. Matthew chapter 26 verse 18, he replied, "Go into the city to a certain man and tell him the teacher says, My appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. 1 Corinthians 15.3 For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture. How we celebrated the Passover this year was different. As Jesus broke tradition, so we are also breaking tradition because the Holy Spirit confirmed it with us. We focused more in celebrating Jesus, in honoring him, because it's like I said, even Jesus broke tradition when he celebrated the last Passover meal with his disciples. And so, upon the direction of the Holy Spirit, we broke tradition too. Yes, we touched on the elements, discussed them on the traditional Jewish Passover, but we connected them all to Jesus and what he did on the cross for us. It is amazing. And I'll give you an example. You all know that there are plagues in Egypt because the Pharaoh. Refused to let God's people go to offer sacrifices to him. One of the plagues is darkness was all over Egypt. In John chapter 1, verses 4 through 5, it says In him, meaning Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light shines in darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. And now Jesus says, we are the light of this world. There won't be any darkness. So this Resurrection Sunday reminds us, because of Jesus, we pass over from death to life. A life full of abundance. This is what Jesus did. He paid for our sins. And as a female minister, I am doubly grateful to our Lord Jesus Christ. See, in the book of Genesis, my dear brothers and sisters, when Eve was deceived, and of course, Adam was with her and ate also of the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, But in the book of Genesis, Adam blamed God and he blamed Eve instead of taking responsibility. Then curse came upon the land because of Adam. That is in Genesis chapter 3. Adam demoted Eve. Keep in mind, they're both Adam in the beginning, before the fall. They have the same stature. They're equal. They're both Adam. So when Adam named Eve a different name from him, Adam made Eve inferior to him. And it was a part of the curse. The curse for Eve is there will be great pain in childbearing, and your desire is for your husband and he will rule over you. Your desire is to be equal to him, but he will rule over you. That's the curse. From then on, women were properties. They did not enjoy the rights like men. When Jesus came, who is the second Adam, he took responsibility for all the sins of mankind He became the lamb or a sin offering. He took all of our infirmities and he became the curse. He paid for all the punishment that is intended for the sins of mankind. And by doing that, he restored Eve, which is the church. And made and restored Eve, which is now the church. To be equal with him, we became his body. That's why we are called the body of Christ. So the real equality came from Jesus and not from any laws of men, but from God, from our Lord Jesus. The second Adam, Christ Jesus, restored Eve and gave us his name. This is one teaching that spiritual leaders for many generations, for many decades, neglected to teach to the church, but not anymore. God is no respecter of persons. And in God, through Jesus Christ, we can do all things through Him. We cannot do anything or accomplish anything in the kingdom of our God whether you are a man or a woman, outside of the will of Jesus Christ. That is why I am very grateful to him. So if Jesus tells me to do something, even if men will tell me I can't do it, I will continue to obey him instead of men. And if you have a problem with that, Discuss it with our Lord Jesus. He is the one that I am ultimately will answer to. And so are you. Instead of looking or trying to check who crossed the line between Christians, why don't we celebrate and support and pray and rejoice with people who are wanting to obey the Great Commission? All of us receive the same commandment. Go ye to all nations and make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit. And his promise is what? I'll be with you even to the ends of the earth. It is the same. And you and I, no matter what offices you are, no matter what title you have or don't have, we all have the same ministry. A ministry of reconciliation, reconciling mankind back to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the ministry. So we need to stop trying to compartmentalize or departmentalize or section or separate God's people. Because in Galatians, it's very clear. There is neither Jew nor Greek, male nor female. Slaves nor free, but we are all one in Christ. That is the perfect will of God. If he appoints someone, whether young or old, slave nor free, male or female, that was his decision because he paid for all of us to have life and have it abundantly. So we should stop questioning his appointments and his choices. It is very clear in Mark chapter 16 that the signs of those who believe in him are very clear. They will lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. They will cast out demons. They will speak in other tongues. They will even drink deadly poison. It will not harm them. Those are the signs and wonders that are following the believers and those who obey their calling. The calling from our Lord Jesus Christ. I just want you to be reminded of that. And I know from my own experience, when I cast out demons, the demon would not say, I'm not coming out because you're a woman. No, they obey me because I speak with authority. And that's what you need to focus on, okay? Let God pick and appoint whomever He wants. He is God and He's Lord. And let us be glad that somebody wants to obey God instead of the devil. So God bless you for tuning in. Don't forget, join us in our live streaming every Sunday at 10.30 in the morning and at 7 p.m. at night and Wednesday night. You can find us on YouTube, like us on Facebook and YouTube, or you can go directly to our website, s-o-g-m-i God bless you for tuning in until next time again happy holy resurrection Sunday to each and every one of you
0: thank you for listening we all hope you were blessed by this message today if you were let us hear from you if you wish to contact us or sow a seed our phone number is 210 210- 210 That's www.sogmi.org.